if you've noticed some extra fees when you're paying with your credit card, you're not alone. We're going to talk about what's going on with that coming up next on the show. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. All right, welcome back. My name is Kirk, and I'm not a financial expert. But I'm Jake, and I am the financial expert. And together, Kirk and I talk about financial planning, we look at the economy, and we review financial articles, all with the express purpose of helping our listeners build wealth both today and into the future. Yeah, and this is an interesting one today because I'm, I've am i been relying on credit cards more often recently, I think, um, for v- variety of reasons. Or not relying on them, but just using them using more. Using them more. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, this is kind of... And why you know, have you been doing that? Is it just a convenience thing? Yeah, or it's was mostly because convenience. Because we talked about the lie? Yeah. Like, well, I paid it off. I'm making more, so my credit limit's going to be increased, I think. Yeah. And... It's connected. I also have reward points with Amazon uh, yes. and I order a lot of Amazon stuff. So I, you know, I can, I'm getting some good reward points. Like I'm able to get whole orders for free really quick, like, you know, hundred, two hundred $200 a month or something like that sometimes. So it's, so you're, there's still a lot of benefit there. And we talked about on a previous show, the fact that you're out of pocket, like your risk to fraud when you use a credit card is substantially lower than if you use like a debit card because you're on the hook for the full amount if your money's stolen from your debit card but with a credit card if you can prove fraud your limit your loss is limited to 50 bucks yeah yeah so um which i haven't really thought about but i think it makes sense again to switch with credit or you know still using credit cards but there are some downsides and the downsides seem to be increasing in terms of credit cards, right? So you have obviously the fees of paying off a credit card. You're going to get some kind of interest rate on, you know, what you're getting because you're getting a line of credit and, you know, a couple percent. As long as you do. Yeah. I mean, if you carry over a balance, you'll pay the interest, but if you pay it off, you don't pay the interest. That's true. Yeah. So as long as you're paying it off, but I, so you're probably going to have some interest. You're probably going to do have some kind of balance once in a while, I would imagine. Otherwise, why would you do it? Why would you have the credit card? I guess. For the rewards and for that oh, loss. Oh, for the rewards, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, for that okay, loss. Okay, so yeah, limit. I mean, so this that downside you can mitigate by making sure you pay it off every month. Right. That way yeah. you're not paying the interest. But there's still another one now, another yeah, this issue. new thing. That's becoming new. a more prevalent yeah. thing. And it's interesting. And why don't you explain what's going on? Yeah, so we're referring to an article in the Wall Street Journal called Paying with Credit Card. That's going to cost you. And the article is talking about an increase over the last several years in credit card fees for processing uh, charges. And more and more small and medium-sized, even in this article it says some large businesses as well, are passing that fee on to you as the consumer. So they'll give you a discount in some way if you pay with cash. (laughs) But if you pay with the credit card, they're going to put that extra charge on you. What do you, what do you, how do you feel about that? Well, for one, I do like that they are being transparent it looks like, you know, and they're telling you, so it's right. not like you pay for it. And at the end you get a charge. I saw, um, somebody share a picture in San Francisco of a receipt and the receipt said, and I don't think they were told this ahead of time. There was like a, this is at a restaurant. There was like a $2 and 75 cent, 
a COVID fee that they had to pay, right? So they added another $2.75 for COVID. And uh-huh. I, I don't know what that was all about exactly. I assume, you know, because there's so many, um, you know, COVID's hitting businesses so hard, it's difficult to hire people. People are working yeah. overtime and there's, you know, like they're just rather, and I don't know why they would call it that or if there's like a special law, I don't know. Because the, the alternative, of course, what most businesses do is they just raise the prices. When their costs go up, you raise yeah. prices. So that I didn't like because, you know, if they didn't say that ahead of time, hey, by the way, if you come here, you're going to get charged 275 extra for, there's a COVID fee. Yeah. Um, but I guess they might have thought like most taxes that you, they don't tell you that they're going to be pay taxes. They might just assume that this is, part, or say this is part of it and they're just trying to get you used to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this is a new thing. I don't know. But anyway, what's going on with the credit cards is a little bit different. Most of these businesses seem to be telling people and they're not charging everyone. It's just a way for businesses to make a little bit of extra money. So they say um, we're going to charge credit card purchases a little a fee to do that. So if you want to use your credit card, which, as Jake pointed out, there's the rewards is the big reason. That's one reason to do it then you have to you're going to have to pay a fee that's that's an alternative way of rather than raising all the right, the the prices yeah and they mentioned in the article too that that in the eyes of the business owner seems to be a little more um a little fairer and maybe perceived as a little uh, less like inflation right because yeah. now not all of my customers are being charged increased fees just the ones that want to use a credit card to pay for that. I did not know. And in this article, it talks about that this is called surcharging Mm -hmm. and it used to be banned in the U S credit cards. Didn't always used to be able to do this until recently. And now they are able to do that. And so that's probably why we're starting to see this more and more. I went to a restaurant, um, a couple of weeks ago, and that was the first time that I've had the waitress come bring the check. And she said, if you pay with a credit card, it's going to be a dollar fifty extra for the charge, or you can pay with cash and that charge is not there. Which is, hey, like you said, transparency. I appreciate it. No big deal here, but that was the first time that I've encountered it, and then this article came up. So that must mean that this is this is going to become a thing more and more. Well, so do you think it's something that'll last forever? Or is this like a temporary fad as businesses are looking for ways to increase their profits because they are getting hit so hard they're losing profits but you know as the economy hopefully in the future evens out and we get back to some semblance of a new normal or whatever we're going to have things like this not be as big a deal or do you think surcharges are here to stay so i i that's an interesting question because there's a there's the influence that the pandemic has caused on people to use cash, right? There's some businesses that for a while they don't even take cash or they still don't take cash anymore. So it's sort of shifting consumers to use cards to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. You can use a debit card and usually these fees don't apply to debit cards because debit cards are just like cash. So I guess in the, in the system that they work through, there's not that added cost of, of processing through a credit card company. Mm. But I think that you're going to have more and more people just using cards or mobile payments anyway. So it's hard for me to see these fees 
ever really going away unless these companies can find other ways to improve profitability, you know, and by them still eating that charge. Because one business owner they profile in this article says, my business structure is such that like I, my profit margin is pennies on the dollar. So mm-hmm. a, a transaction on a credit card that costs somebody a dollar fifty may eat into, it may make me lose money on whatever product I'm selling. So that could be its own issue, right? But I don't know. I don't see them going away because it seems to be a necessary expense that businesses, either businesses are going to pay it or you're going to pay it. Well, that's another thing that they do is like they can um, just say we're not going to pay the fees of a credit card, right? So some right. The, the if if I go to a restaurant or some or convenience store and I pay something with a credit card, sometimes there is a char- like just a fee from the credit card company, right? right? It has like a processing fee, usually just a couple cents or something. But again, a couple cents magnified by 100, 500,000 people you know, over the course of a month or a week, even depending on the business, that's a big deal. So this is a big deal, I think, for small transaction companies, companies that rely on lots, <clears throat> excuse me, of small transactions like restaurants, like convenience stores, things like that. Now, not just them, there are other places that will probably need it, but it's a helpful, you know, it's a helpful tool. Another thing it says in here is the importance of hopefully, you know, even though this discourages credit cards, maybe this encourages debit cards versus cash. Because one mm-hmm. thing I didn't think about is companies, especially small companies, have to rely on um, or have to pay for safety and security with their cash, which is an extra cost to them. Explain what you mean by that. Like if I like give, pay. like if, if somebody has $100,000 in cash, they got to protect it. Sure. Cash versus letting the banks protect the digital cash. So it's a cost to the business, perhaps to to be able to, because you know you have to transport it via a specialized vehicle that you have to you have to probably pay some fee for that. When you're getting, you know, when you get like your your stuff, you see those big armored trucks come up. Yeah, that's probably a fee those businesses have to pay to to be a part of that. I would think so that they're not just so. Anyway, this this is saying something along the lines of that's another. Card payments also benefits small businesses by eliminating the substantial cost of counting, storing, safeguarding, and transporting cash. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's there's cost of involved in everything that we do because that whether even just if it takes time, right? Storing, safeguarding, counting. Also, you know. So my point is that although we're talking about credit card charges, this seems like all put into a barrel or a, a, a umbrella under. Uh, moving to a new form of payment on a regular basis, like credit card, debit, electronic payment versus electronic physical, not just for the Corona thing, but also because of all these extra costs, which electronically are gotten rid of, or they're put into a new, you know, onto the bank. I think they're probably put more on the uh, shoulders of the bank. So there's a lot of things going on with this surcharge and what it might mean it looks like surcharges in the past were eliminated. Um, it might, it looks like it was actually eliminated. These surcharges that happened in the past mm-hmm. from the companies like visa, 
because of Visa put in a limit li- stop on surcharge. They didn't allow businesses to do it. And then there was a class, a- class action settlement between them. And I think the issue, I, I haven't read into it, but it seems like what logically was the issue was there's probably something along the lines of, I'm a merchant. You're not allowing me to get money this way, which is one way I can make a couple extra bucks you know, mm-hmm. or a couple hundred or a couple thousand or whatever yeah. or more, uh, depending on the business. You're not allowing me to do this. And you're then setting these fees that are costing me or, you know, causing me problems. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like there was a settlement against that. Um, and maybe that settlement just recently lifted right in time for COVID or something. And so now they're back to doing surcharging taken advantage of it. Right. So I think this begs the question because one of my, one of our recommendations that we had talked about on a previous show was using your credit card as though it is a debit card, an extension of your bank account Mm. because of that limited liability that you have, which is really beneficial in today's digital world, but also the points. So do those two values the benefits from using the credit card outweigh the potential cost, increased Mm. cost of paying for things with the credit card. Because to your point, if I'm being charged these dollar here, dollar 50 there, well, I might swipe my credit card eight or nine times in a day and that's going to add up, right? So is that eventually going to work itself to still be beneficial or is it worth me taking the risk of paying with a debit card so I don't have to pay that fee. Well, maybe you think um, this is something that just occurred to me, and I'm just curious what you think of this as a rule uh, or a kind of principle, excuse me, a principle for using credit cards in the future. Don't, and maybe this was already one, but don't use them for things under $50, something like that, right? So then, then you're limiting how much you're using it so you don't buy your Starbucks with a credit card, use your debit card for something like that or cash, right? Because one, it will benefit you credit card wise because you get now the benefits of, um, you know, the reward points, which is a big reason why you use the credit card. Right. Um, you know, and you're still going to use it at restaurants because unless you're dining alone, most meals nowadays are at least forty bucks. So maybe you can make an exception. Yeah. Um, but you know, if it's even unless you go to a really kind of um, I mean, maybe even at Chili's, right? Like, or Applebee's, like for two people, 40 bucks is low nowadays. I mean, it's at least yeah. 50 bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. If you get a drink and like two fifty, I mean, maybe, you know, with tip, I mean, you know, you're it's talking still gonna close, be pretty close, close yeah. to 50 bucks for two people. Yeah. So the point is that, you know, you can use it for that, but try to keep your small purchases. Maybe you say under $10 or whatever purchases right. from you don't use your credit card. What do you think about that? That's as not a, a, as a rule? that's not a bad idea, actually. I hadn't really thought about that, but if you think about from a liability perspective, credit card companies set that threshold at fifty dollars anyway. So, mm. if you're gonna pay the fee, and I'm still potentially liable for the same amount of money in this transaction, why not use my debit card so that I don't have to pay the extra dollar twenty five charge on this particular transaction because it's 25 bucks, right? So yeah. if it's if I get defrauded, I'm out $25 on my debit card or I'm out $25 on my credit card, but the fee for the credit card would be a little higher. I think that that could make sense. Um and I think, you know, 
yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of being devil's advocate and how that might not work, but. Well, you may not get as many rewards. Like that's right. So you're lowering the rewards, but you're increasing all these other aspects of value, right? Where you're not getting charged with the surcharge. You're not, you know, where they are. And we don't even know where they are in all of the cases. Right. So, um, in terms of like, who is doing this? Oh, so right. I don't know who's doing this exactly. Hopefully, um, they text, they, they say it, uh, it yeah, looks like it, it yeah, seems it looks to like, mostly be smaller businesses yeah. because larger businesses typically just pass on those fees in the form of like increases in cost of their products. That's, yeah, that's what I was looking at. Um, but it says like there are some bigger companies like the health club Lifetime Inc., which I've actually been to. Um, mm. there are lifetime, um, health, lifetime like, the gym basically. Mm -hmm. And so they, they, apparently they do it. Right. So I don't know, like, especially if this trend continues. So if this trend stops now and people and businesses don't do it, maybe it's not a big deal, but if the trend does continue, I would tell you the, the listener here to maybe consider that as a rule, like, you know, yeah. under, you know, maybe make it under 20, whatever you think about what it is. But just like if you're swiping that thing all the time, like you go out and you you know gonna buy a drink here, you know you buy the dollar Costco hot dog, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever had the, the greatest hot dog in the world for a buck. Um, <laughs> have you ever had that the Costco no. hot dog? <gasps> you haven't had the Costco hot dog? Oh man, I've never a had a hot staple. dog from Costco. I've had their pizza. I've had their uh, berry slushy things. The chicken bake but i've never had the hot dog yeah i mean i think it was the hot dog originally so i have to look up the story but there is a story and this is way off tangent but it's i think a fun <laughs> story story from the ceo who said um this was years ago because this has been going on for like decades or whatever because when i was a kid in the 90s we would do this dollar hot dog and hot you dog. know with inflation the hot dog is you know now in 2021 it's still a dollar and the story is that the ceo said to some CFO or some other executive, if you change the, if you increase the price on the effing hot dog, I will literally kill you. <laughs> and, and he's like, no, on this, like, you cannot change the hot dog. People love the hot dog. And yeah. so we still get our dollar hot dogs dollar to this hot day. Dollar hot dogs still um, exist. So anyway, you that, buy that with a debit card. But you, yeah, buy that with a debit card. That's the moral <laughs> of that story. Or the CEO will kill you. No, I'm just kidding. You won't do that. I don't know the CEO. I don't, just the story that I heard. But anyway, so, you know, that, that, for that hot dog, definitely use your debit card. Um, and especially, so it's so easy with your phones nowadays. You just kind of tap the, the thing and use right. your debit card. Right. Versus like paying a potential 15 cents or 10 cents or whatever it might be for a hot dog. That's already yeah. a dollar. Right. Right. So that's right. just a simple rule that you could use. You know, another thing that this might increase in frequency is like subscription arrangements, right? Because I could see small businesses, if they offer a product or a service that lends itself to being paid for on a subscription basis, oh, they might be a year. more, right. They may be more willing to roll those costs mm. in if you're committed to a mm. subscription type plan. And so that way you can still use your credit card, but then that cost can be offset elsewhere instead of you paying it directly. Maybe we see a rise in those types of arrangements as well. 
because we are seeing more and more of the pay later type of things. We talked about interest rates and how that influences that as well. But I could see, you know, some type of an arrangement. Maybe that starts to come up. So keep that in mind. If you're exploring it, don't immediately assume like, I don't want to get locked into a contract, quote unquote, when in reality, that's how we pay for a lot of things these days, right? Is a monthly subscription of some type. So it could be that that makes more sense. Yeah. Interesting. So what you're saying is that it's an arrangement between you and the merchant to do the monthly, like an increase in the, the cost of your monthly payment instead of the surcharge. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. So like, let's say, but I'm saying like, let's say there's, um, we're going to, let's take a small business, a laundry, a laundry, uh, 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 what do they call it when you, yeah, laundromat or dry cleaner. Dry cleaner. Yes. I could not think of the word. So let's say local dry cleaning company, they charge a surcharge for using a credit card. Mm. But if you enroll in a monthly oh, like a membership drop off, like a membership program, then you don't pay the surcharge. So it's only $45 a month on the mem membership program. But if you don't opt for the membership program, it's $47.50 every time you come in to pay yeah. to have your clothes laundered, right? So that could be a way where they could still maintain, still not pass on the credit card charge to you, but in exchange, they're getting you connected to a subscription arrangement where they can charge your card automatically. Yeah, so now we have the issue of enrolling in lots of membership programs if that happens. Right, that Which is, is another problem to be wary of, right? Yeah. Um, this is, we talked about, I use Truebill, which is an app that kind of tracks all this and tells you how many apps you have. And they offer to cancel for you, um, which I need to go through and cancel a whole bunch because I acquired a whole bunch Absolutely. over the last year and I need to get rid of at least three or four that are charging like nine to $15 a month. And oh, again, this stuff adds up. So, yeah. but then if you have a whole bunch of these, it's like, how often do you get dry, dry cleaning? And if you're doing right. $5 a month, or $10 a month or whatever it is, um, you know, you need to have some other perks. I mean, I wonder like what huh, it'll be, it would be maybe some banks will come up with like aggravating or aggravating, aggregating multiple of these types of, th I'm just spitballing, you know, yeah. like multiple of these types of things. So in a general category, like home services that you pay like $25 a month and you get, massive discounts on and no surcharges on a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, like yeah. dry cleaning, like, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Delivery services from grocery stores. I started doing that recently uh, just because it's been so more convenient. It's only like 10 bucks. Right. Yeah. And it was like for me get it to your door. It's yeah. Right to my door. A it's single like person bucks. doesn't want to go all the time to the store. And yeah, yeah it was crazy. Sense. Like $10. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. And I got free chicken egg rolls because they messed up and gave me some <laughs> chicken rolls for no reason. <laughs> I was like, yes. Right on. Exactly. Like you I might mean. even get an extra something yeah, in your exactly. bag. If you now, use of course, those services. the flip side is they might, you might mess something up. That happens occasionally. But for the most part, they're pretty yeah. good. But HEB here in Austin, like they don't charge you anything for their um, gathering of your services, like of your food. So they'll actually go like they have something within the store now where they just have a person that works there that just goes and grabs it, puts it there. And then you just pay for the the delivery, right? Yeah. In the past, I had to pay somebody who would go get it 
and cum. And so it was actually more expensive. So it's like this stuff's becoming more and more efficient. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon they're just going to build a big funnel from H-E-B to my mouth. And I'll just be like, <laughs> push a button. Ah. <laughs> what do I feel like eating today? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Boom. Ah. It'll just, be like, ready in 10 minutes. Transports right yeah. into my face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be like those people from Wally or something. Like, ah. You know, that's the future. <laughs> that's I mean, the future. With the screen in front of their face, just yeah. eating. Just eating and drinking big Slurpees and stuff like that. So. so I think the if we bring it back to what the original message was here, I do think these fees are probably here to stay, mm. right? And I think now we're just going to start to see maybe creative arrangements yeah. from the business owners as to how they're going to choose to handle that fee. But I think like a good message too is like, don't be an a-hole to a small business. If you go in there and they're going to charge you a fee, that's a good credit card, right? Like don't be an a-hole in general, but (laughs) also like to anybody, let's leave the big businesses alone too, because when you're yelling at that person, it's not like they they, own the business. They can't do anything. They can't do anything. Like you yelling at that Walmart employee. She's like, you know, making minimum wage with three kids, like leave her alone. (laughs) Like, geez, it's not her fault. Yeah. Just, you know, so, so keep Not to that say that in mind all Walmart too. people have three kids. <laughs> yeah. Give you an example. So, you know, just keep those things in mind, but be prepared too to, yeah. you know, you might be faced with an added little surcharge because now this is becoming more popular when you pay with a credit card. Can I say, how I love how this article ends. This should be like how all, all articles end <laughs> just today. Just like every yes. article in the world about anything. The pandemic has really changed everything. Mr. Bailey said. The end. <laughs> yeah, literally no, no, how it ended. No, the pandemic S. has really <laughs> changed it. everything. Um, so yeah, that's that's um, pretty pretty true. Yeah, it's a true yeah. statement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so watch those credit card charges, guys, and uh, consider you know the the technique of using a debit card maybe for charges that are less than fifty dollars. I think that's a good it's a good little tip. Put it on your phone. Put it on your phone. Have that Apple Pay ready. That's right. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of Jake of All Trades. Be sure to check us out on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents and check out the blog at jakestwocents.com. Take care. We'll see you next time. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.